Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thank you so much for joining us. Coming up at the end of tonight's show, an historic day for one of our state's sovereign tribes, the Turtle Mountain Band of Chippewa. We're going to tell you why and what happened coming up at the end of tonight's show. We start tonight, though, with the propagandists in the mainstream media, why they are running scared regarding the 2020 election. And we're going to answer this question, hopefully, when is the media going to finally start fighting for you, me, and the people, the people of this country, rather than dividing us? That's all they do. That's the subject of tonight's point of view. All right, President Trump had another Twitter war, this time with Maryland Representative Elijah Cummings, because of some of the things that President Trump tweeted about Representative Cummings Congressional District in Baltimore, Maryland. So look, tonight I'm going to give you the context around this because honestly, I'm not 100% agree with what President Trump tweeted, but I'm also super sick and tired of how the media has been covering this thing, these propagandists, if you will. So I'm going to get to President Trump's tweets in just a couple minutes here. But again, the third tweet he put out, and I'll show them to you again in a moment, but I, I do not like the way he, he languaged it. But I want to start tonight with this. I want to show you really what initiated President Trump's tweet storm in the first place over the weekend, because that way you have some context. I haven't seen anybody, at least I haven't seen it, where they've given you the full context of the tweet storm that took place. Uh, so we want to make sure that you have that. But I want to also touch on this before we get to even Representative Cummings' comments to Mr. McAleenan. This story, folks, what's happening right now, especially when like a President Trump's tweets, really should be about the people of America. It should be about you. It should be about my family, your family, American families. Everyone right now is throwing this big panic about what President Trump tweeted. But if you and I tonight and the rest of America are going to have an honest conversation, not this stuff about how we can divide each other and, you know, we don't really know what's in a person's heart. Is President Trump a racist or not? But if we were going to have an honest conversation about what's happening, there are real problems right now in Baltimore. And what does the media do today? They cover, the, you know, Michael Steele and the guy behind him. This guy, Al Sharpton. That's about as much of a charlatan as you can have. And they put a mic in front of this guy and a bunch of others that are going to go out there and, and bash President Trump. But again, if we're going to have an honest conversation, where's Elijah Cummings today? He's been in the House, folks, for 23 years years, 23 years. And I could go down a myriad of items in Baltimore right now that will show you the problems from the highest murder rate to the crime to the poverty. But where's the reporter that's going to Elijah Cummings going, hey, Representative Cummings, you've been doing this gig now for 23 years and yet you've got a city that still has got the highest murder rate. You've got, you know, horrible poverty. You've got low education rates. What are you doing, sir? Why aren't you helping out your entire district, not just the wealthy part of your district that's got the John Hopkins University? Folks, this is where it's at, all right? There was just recently a PBS film, all right? Not a bastion of conservatism, okay? A PBS documentary all about life in the city of Baltimore. It's actually titled Rat Film. Rat Film is the title of a PBS documentary. We're going to show you more about that in a moment. But I want to understand in the media, again, when are they going to fight for you, meaning the people of this country, rather than divide us? Why are they not putting a mic in front of Representative Cummings and going, hey, what are you going to do to help the people in your district? That's what I want to know. All right, now let's get to what Representative Cummings said to really initiate this tweet storm, if you will, from President Trump. It was in an oversight hearing 
uh, with the acting DHS secretary, in other words, the director of Homeland Security, talking about the situation at the border. Now, before I play this for you, I think what's really important to understand is that Representative Cummings has yet to go to the border, has not been there, has not seen this with his own eyes, and yet he goes out and makes some very serious allegations about what's happening in our nation. This is a pretty, you know, this is a longer clip, but again, I want to play this for you tonight to give you the full context so you and I can have an honest conversation about this. Not a conversation that's going to divide America, but an honest conversation about what, what was said by Representative Cummings, what's been said about President Trump, and what's actually happening in our nation. Here's Representative Cummings with the acting DHS director. When we hear about stories coming out from you and your agency that everything is pretty good and you're doing a great job, I guess you, you feel like you're doing a great job, right? Is that what you're saying? We're doing our level best in a very What does that mean? What does that mean when a child is sitting in their own feces, can't take a shower? Come on, man. What's that about? None of us would have our children in that position. They are human beings. And I'm trying to figure out, and, and, and I get tired of folks saying, Oh, oh, they just beating up on the Border Patrol. Oh, they just beating up on Homeland Security. Now, what I'm saying is I want to concentrate on these children. And I want to make sure that they are okay. I will say it, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. It's not the deed that you do to a child, it's the memory. It's the memory. And so, in, and, and, I, and I told the head of Border Patrol the other day, I said, I want to know what's happening in the meantime. We are the United States of America. We are the greatest country in the world. We are the ones that can, can go anywhere in the world and save people, make sure that they have diapers, make sure that they have toothbrushes, make sure that they're not laying around defecating in some silver paper come on we're better than that i would welcome the opportunity to travel with you to the border and to see our men and women and how hard they are working to care for children Border Patrol agents holding children that were not their own brought across by smugglers putting formula and baby bottles together there there's no one defecating in a mylar blanket we are taking care of these children thanks to the resources we finally have they're moving very quickly through our facilities to health and human services to a better situation all right, so he said there, look, what I want to focus on are these children to make sure these children are okay. I'm going to run through a couple things for you quickly. Again, Representative Cummings, never been there, never seen it with their own eyes. According to what people are saying now to the administration, nobody, no kid are defecating on themselves. There's no, they're not sitting in feces. Or let's be clear about that. But also keep in mind, we just spent, we had to fight the Democrats to do this. We just spent $4.5 billion dollars with a B, billion dollars to help illegals and unaccompanied children crossing our border. That's one piece of the puzzle. The other piece is this, and we've talked about it at length on this show, folks, and this is where I get fired up when I hear this kind of stuff about sitting in feces, and I really care about these kids. I really care about these kids. That's what he just said, right? Where are they when it comes into changing our stupid immigration and asylum laws? Do you know right now that if you come up here from Central America and you have a kid in your hands, you are given catch and release due to a court order after 20 days. The adults know this. 
They know this, that if they can grab a kid, which he claims he cares about, they can come to this country and have a catch and release and get put in the interior of our nation. So what's happening now, because these people know they can exploit our stupid immigration asylum laws, which Representative Cummings has done nothing to fix. What's happening now, we've talked about it before on this show, is there's now called rent-a-kid programs. They're taking kids from the central, nor excuse me, the northern triangle, Guatemala, El Salvador, Honduras, and they are literally renting little kids because they know if they show up at our border with a kid, they can then get released into the interior of our nation. I'm going to give you a perfect example of what I'm talking about. According to acting DHS director, you just sat there, Kevin McElhinney, over the weekend he was on a show. He said just this year alone, folks, just this year alone, we've had 5,000. Remember, Elijah Cummings says, I care about these kids. We've had 5,000 thousand of them that have been used to enter into our country illegally through essentially a rent-a-kid program. One story is so disgusting, and, and Matt, Mr. McAleenan gave this anecdote over the weekend. There was a 51-year-old man that purchased, I'm not talking even renting now, purchased a six-month-old infant in Guatemala for, what would you guess, six-month-old baby. Guy knows he can exploit our Immigration laws in Guatemala buys a baby for what? What would you guess? A hundred grand for a kid, ten grand at least for a little little baby? No, he purchased a six-month-old for eighty dollars. And this guy wants to tell me he cares about the kids. In all due respect, Representative Cummings, I get what you're saying. Nobody wants to have kids in certain situations and we can completely mitigate it if you would go sit down in the Oval Office and figure out what to do with these immigration asylum laws. So let's talk about kids. And, and the other thing, folks, that we've heard repeatedly from President Trump and other individuals, and we saw it on the DNC, the presidential debate, how many of you are going to offer free health care to illegal immigrants? Every hand went up on the second night. What if Elijah Cummings got that passion about helping the people in his district? What would it look like then? Would that make a difference in this district? Because here's what happened just over this past weekend, over just this past weekend in Baltimore, folks, this is the headline. 13 people shot, six people killed in Baltimore from Friday through Sunday. Let that sink in. $80 for a six-month-old, 13 people shot, and he's there, some might say, accosting the director of Homeland Security. That's a sort of what President Trump alluded to. Now, Let's get to President Trump's tweets again for full context, to have an honest conversation, you and I tonight. Here's what he said over the weekend after he saw that video of Elijah Cummings' comments and lies to Mr. McAleenan. Representative Elijah Cummings has been a brutal bully, shouting and screaming at the great men and women of Border Patrol about conditions at the southern border, when actually his Baltimore district is far worse and more dangerous. I just, just gave you the headline, what happened over the weekend. Six people killed. Did we lose six people over the weekend at our border? I don't know. His district is considered the worst in the USA. He goes on to say, as proven last week during a congressional tour, the border is clean, efficient, and well-run, just very crowded. Cummings District is a disgusting, rat and rodent-infested mess. Remember the movie I told you about? It's all about rats. If you spent more time in Baltimore, maybe you could clean up this very dangerous and filthy place. Now, there's a part of this next tweet here I don't agree with. Want to be clear on that. Why is so much money sent to Elijah Cummings District when it is considered the worst run or most dangerous anywhere in the United States? 
This is the part I have a problem with. No human being would want to live there. Don't like that line. Where is all this money going? How much is stolen? Investigate this corrupt mess immediately. Like I said a moment ago, don't like the part about no human being would want to live there. So, so President Trump, when he tweets this out, what do you think President Trump was called? Give you one guess if you watch the media at all or understand the Democrat strategy for 2020. He tweets that out, which I just showed you, 13 people killed, six people, excuse me, six, 13 people shot, six people dead. I got a whole lot more I'm going to get to. But of course, Trump now is a racist. He tweets out saying this place is rat infested, even though there's a PBS documentary that says it in the title. But he now gets called a racist. Folks, I'm telling you, they are using this continual line Okay, rather than actually sitting with Elijah Cummings and asking what's going on, they're going to continue to perpetuate this because they know that right now in America, we've seen the lowest black unemployment in the history of our nation. And they know more importantly, because we know what Democrats will do for power, that if President Trump slices off just a little bit more of the black American vote, guess what? He's again president of the United States in 2020. They know that. That's why you're going to see this perpetuated and perpetuated by the propagandists in the media ad nauseum until November of 2020. So I'm going to play a clip for you right now. And I want you to imagine, imagine if President Trump had said this when he went to Baltimore, what the response would be. Just take a moment, imagine that. And then I want you to watch this. This is Senator Bernie Sanders in Baltimore. Notice what he says. But more importantly, okay, everyone says President Trump's a racist, right? More importantly, listen to what Bernie Sanders says here and then watch the response, which you just saw there a second ago. Watch the response of the black men behind him. Watch what they do when Bernie Sanders says this. But anyone who took the walk that we took, we took around this neighborhood would not think you're in a wealthy nation. You would think that you were in a third world country. But today what we're talking about is a community in which half of the people don't have jobs. We're talking about a community in which there are hundreds of buildings that are uninhabitable. We're talking about a community where kids are unable to go to schools that are decent. Baltimore is a third world country. People aren't working here. The schools are bad. This place is, so is Bernie Sanders a racist? If you follow the propagandists in the media, that's a very sincere and honest question. I don't know. I don't think anyone would say that. But more to the point, folks, there's Bernie Sanders allegedly having a fairly honest conversation about what's happening in Baltimore. That's why I wanted to point out the black men behind him and what they did in response to Bernie Sanders saying denigrating things about Baltimore. Bernie Sanders stands up calls Baltimore a third world country, then talks about unemployment in that city, and yet he's got black Americans behind him cheering him on, clapping. I'm gonna play it for him one more time, just the second half of the clip, because I think it's that powerful, because if you listen to the propagandists in the media, they're gonna have you believe Donald Trump's a racist because he's saying, hey, look, this is not good for America, what's happening in Baltimore. But yet you've got people that live their lifelong citizens, like these black Americans standing behind Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders denigrates it, and they do this. But today, what we're talking about is a community in which half of the people don't have jobs. We're talking about a community in which there are hundreds of buildings that are uninhabitable. We're talking about a community where kids are unable to go to schools that are decent. You Do you get it, folks? I don't, I don't want to have a propagandist conversation with you. 
I want to have an honest conversation with you about doing what's right for you, me, and the American people. Not illegal immigrants, but the American people. Because that's, that's where we live right now, with a border and sovereignty. So I'm going to play some clips for you as well to roll out for you to give you some more context. And look, I think you get my point. But I want to play this for you so that as you hear the propagandists in the media continuing to call Donald Trump a racist for pointing out some things, again, I didn't agree with, but some of the things are factually accurate, pointing out things that are happening in a city that is not serving its constituents well with a representative who's been there for 23 years. I got a problem with that, too. If you're ineffective after 23 years, let's have a conversation. So here's Baltimore's mayor black American woman, all right? She was forced to resign over a scandal, but here she is from last year in a story from a station called Fox 45. This is September of 2018. I don't know how she doesn't already know this, but this is her reaction to what she's seen in her own city she's a mayor of in Baltimore. About a year ago, city leaders identified some of the city's most violent neighborhoods. What the hell? We should just take all this down. To target. Ooh, you can smell the rats. Under Baltimore's Violence Reduction Initiative. Ooh, Jesus. Just last week, we went with Mayor Pugh as she toured an East Baltimore neighborhood. This a new one. I've been out here 54 years. This a new one. Baltimore's Violence Reduction Initiative is about taking steps to rid communities of the cornerstones that contribute to crime. Oh, my God. You can smell the dead animals. Blocks of dilapidated buildings help to hide the addiction that's crippled this community. Violence reduction program. You can see the quote there. Whoa, you can smell the rats, right? Same word President Trump used. Okay, he got blown up from people today saying it is rat infested because he used the word infested. Barack Obama used the word crime infested inner cities, talking about inner cities that are having issues. I want to share with you, this is a BBC report from 2018. Again, please listen closely. This is from a gentleman who's been in Baltimore for 40 years. He's lived there for 40 years. Listen closely to what he has to say about the city, the homes. You might recognize one of the terms or phrases from President Trump's tweets. Roaches, mice, I mean, an epidemic in bedbugs. I mean, the neighborhoods have fallen apart, not because the people are bad people. We're underpaid, undereducated, and so many of us have been living like this for the second and third generation until we don't even know how to change. So just before that, he said, and these are rat-infested homes, same thing that President Trump said. So when you've got a person that's lived in a city for 40 years, this aired a long time ago, saying, hey, these homes are rat-infested. You heard an epidemic of bed bugs, mice. I would say that's a problem. I don't know what Elijah Cummings is doing to solve it, but I would say that's a problem. Here's the film from PBS. I want to show you that it's actually out there, what the title is as well, but it's actually called Rat Film. We can bring this graphic up, please. Rat Film, again, from PBS. And look at that, folks. I mean, we here in Minnesota, North Dakota, we like to go fishing, right? We catch fish that we like to eat. This is a PBS, not a bastion of conservatism, PBS documentary from last year, and that's the photo that they used on their website to demonstrate, hey, check out the rat film. A guy with a bat and a guy with a fishing rod with a rat on the end of the line. 
That's a problem for me. Baltimore Sun, I want to give you one more here just to, can, to demonstrate this and we'll get into something else. Baltimore Sun, April 11, 2019. Baltimore's perpetual trash problem is the name of it. Yeah, here we are getting, this is from April of 2019, folks. Here we are getting a mess of a city, food containers, balled up clothes, paper, banana peels, plastic bags, and tons of other pieces of litter line the shoulders of roads, pile up in alleys, and are strewn across fields and yards. Not only is it unsightly and contributes to a rodent problem, but it can create a glum and gloomy feeling at a time when the city is already facing self-esteem issues because of high crime and the scandal surrounding the University of Maryland medical system and Mayor Catherine Pugh. Folks, this is why you can tell I'm fired up. All you've heard for the last few days is President Trump's a racist. Where's the mic in front of Elijah Cummings? Where is the mic in front of Elijah Cummings going, uh, hey, Representative Cummings, just got a quick question for you. Highest murder rate per capita, huge poverty problems. What's going on? Folks, pay attention. Watch the propagandists in the media and do not fall for it. We've got to wrap it up there. Would love to know your point of view.